0: You're listening to the Defro Airsoft Podcast, hosted by Stuart Rowe. Meet the legend. Meet the, the legend. legend. Get to know a local airsoft legend as we take a deep dive and find out all about their call sign, equipment, local airsoft scene, playstyle, dreams, And the story behind their best Instagram photos.
1: Now, let's Let's meet meet today's today's legend. All
0: right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the uh, second episode of the Defro Airsoft podcast. Uh, My name is Stuart Rowe, a.k.a. Defro. And today we've got a special guest, uh, Dominic Porter. Thanks for coming, man.
1: No problem. Thanks right. for
0: having me. You're welcome, man. I saw some of your uh, stuff on uh, Instagram, and you're always posting some uh, cool, uh, really cool like uh, montages of different uh, CQB footage. So it's been uh, fun, like uh, living vicariously for, uh, <laughs> through the different posts.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: All right. So let's jump uh, right into it. For round one, I just want to find out a little bit about you. So what is your call sign? Uh,
1: this is Reaper. Call sign is Reaper. Um that call sign I chose just because uh I've always, I've always uh I've always uh, uh I guess been comfortable with the the dark side of our world, which is the end of it. A lot of people run away from the ending when it's very inevitable. You can't do anything to extend it, you know? Um uh, so I've always Drawn to that side of our our reality, our realm, just to be a little more comfortable with it uh, throughout living life, I guess, uh, be more accepting of it. So when I got out there and started delivering, you know, kills coming out of nowhere, <laughs> just being a blur to people, man. Why not be the reaper? You know, yeah, you don't see me channeling, in, but channeling when I the come... Shinigami. Nice. Yes, sir. Oh, sorry, channeling the uh, the groom, the Grim Reaper. Yes, sir.
0: Very cool. Very cool. So the, uh, the finality of life and airsoft, uh, yeah, two, two topics that, uh, can go together. I like it. So what got you into airsoft?
1: Uh, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a multi-level answer right there. Uh, okay. I am 28. I've been playing with airsoft guns since I was a kid, man. Like I remember the. Being able to go to Walmart in my, you know, my city and pick up an AK-47 with a V1 gearbox in it. It wouldn't cycle the way it cycles now. So uh, just, you know, playing around. Um, And then recently this year, uh, I got a, well, not this year, but year before last, uh, I got a new job. And one of the selling points uh, by my brother to get me to come there was it's an aerosol store right across the street. (laughs) Nice. So, So all your salary just goes there. Definitely, man. They know me by
0: name. They know, like, I don't even need to
1: fill out invoices when I go drop my gun off to get work. Like, they know me, you know? Oh, I mean, man, I, like, I work I there. I hear you, man.
0: Like, I've been going to the same Airsoft store in Tokyo for about 20 years. Oh, and I, I just walk in there, and it's at the point now where all the staff are wearing my badge. So they're like, Hey, Jeffro's <laughs> <was> here. <laughs>
1: what, what gun did he break this week? It's always <laughs> nice to be known. At least you it know It is. I love it. Top notch service.
0: Like just like last week, like I got a uh, CO2 MP5, which is you know just fantastic. And I broke it the day I got it because it's me. And then I took (laughs) it, I took it into the store and I had three broken mags, all with gas leaks. And then I somehow like destroyed the um like I was playing with MP5 in CQB and I smashed it straight into a wall. Uh so it just screwed everything up. I fixed the whole thing for 10 bucks. So I'm like it's it's great to be uh you know to be a regular at a store.
1: <laughs> definitely, definitely.
0: All right. So tell me about the first gun you got, why you bought it, and how you feel about that gun now.
1: Uh the first gun I got will be my ARP nine.
0: Oh, nice. The uh, assassin.
1: It you know suits the call sign. Yes, sir. Um why did I buy it? If I, I prefer a smaller gun i prefer a close quarter battles definitely i don't like the long game i don't like uh playing a perimeter and try to catch the stragglers i like getting up close
0: I yeah, like I've, getting seen, up I've seen in the videos <laughs> yeah
1: so you know the arp9 is, is compact it's small enough uh but it's got enough power for me to get across the field if i need to get across the field or handle the person in front of me so it's just a It's got a ridiculous amount of of
0: mods too. Like you can put the stock on it. You can run longer barrels on it. You could, you could, it's a completely modular weapon. Like how, how have you got yours tricked out?
1: Uh, not, not very much. Um, I did a lot of internal upgrades more so than external. I do have a angled hand stop on it. I've got a flashlight on it. I throw a tracer on it. Um, other than that, a one point sling that's the only cosmetics. Uh, As as far as modifications go,
0: I must apologize. I I completely uh, misheard you when you said the gun that you were saying. You're talking about an ARP nine, right? Correct. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the Action Army Assassin for some stupid reason, like it's AAP. So uh, sorry, that's that's (laughs) my that's my bad. But yeah, um, that definitely makes sense. I I got an ARP nine last month, and it is my definitely my favorite gun. Like, yeah, you get. 40 meters out of it fucking pinpoint and yeah it's so good around uh close quarters because it's what how long is it like three inches or something it's
1: it's nothing the outer barrel is like five inches i think okay yeah the outer barrel is five inches that uh handrail yeah uh i was considering taking it a little longer but but that five is perfect it's absolutely perfect. perfect And then you just
0: yeah. put like a little tracer on it and yeah, it's perfect for indoors. Definitely. Have you short stroked the uh, the trigger yet? No. Definitely do that. It's it's fantastic. Or just put like a, um, oh, what is it? Uh, an electric trigger on. That's like just throw like oh, a gate. Oh, I've done that. I've done okay, that. Yeah. 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 And then you can just like tap it and, yep. and it just goes crazy. Nice. Oh yeah, I got that. So how do you feel about this gun now? Like seeing that you've probably got some more in your collection and like some different experience.
1: Uh I love it. It's a workhorse to be honest. I don't have any other rifles. That is my only rifle. Um I do have a pistol which I worked on and then I got a shotgun which is tapped uh but that's my that's my primary. I love it. It is a workhorse. It does the job.
0: Dude, I I hear you. I I have way too many guns, but I for the last 3 months I've only played with the ARP9. Um, yeah. I also love that it's just got so much, so much rail space so I can put so many cameras on it. I've got a GoPro session on it. I've got a scope (laughs) cam. Uh, I've got, I can even like mount my phone on there as well. Like if I want to shoot like in um, vertical mode so I can shoot stories and reels. Okay. Um, So it's, it's, it's just cameras, cameras for days. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So tell me more about yourself, like as a player, what, how do you see your biggest strength and biggest weakness?
1: Well, I'm gonna start with the second half of that. Uh, right. my biggest, my biggest weakness would definitely be my temper. Um, okay. I don't like being cheated. I don't feel like I'm being, I don't like feeling like I'm being cheated. Uh, I hear that. You You know, I'm, I'm pretty accurate with a, a real firearm. Um, I do, I do play with real firearms, you know, so I'm used to something with a little more kick. And I I know the toy guns, I prefer smaller, but real guns, I prefer bigger. So um, I'm shooting a Glock 21 right now. It's 45 cal. You know, I'm very accurate with it. I get good grouping. Um, You know, I'm good with the recoil control. So it's kind of offensive when you go out there with a plastic gun with little to no recoil. And uh, you indoors and people like, ah, you didn't hit me uh so you know everyone gets a triple tap yeah you know what i'm saying (laughs) they gotta make sure uh so i would say my biggest weakness would definitely be just my anger you know like i I can't get a little passionate about it because like i said i just don't like being cheated
0: but dude Um, everyone's like that like with airsoft we you know we put a lot into it and the the rules are so strict and you have to play like such a fine line so it's completely normal for people to, to lose their cool like yeah as long as you don't punch anyone you're fine
1: oh yeah no I'm never never ever will and never have but just you know I, I know that can be my my biggest weakness because I let people get me off my game for a little bit you know then every time I walk out of spawn I'm getting popped because I'm not moving how I need to be yeah. moving I'm just still upset and flustered
0: as soon as uh, you lose it like the next hour of gameplay is just ruined
1: because you just don't play well yeah. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> uh and then my biggest strength, I guess, would be uh just uh I, I've never had a lot of tactical training, but I do oh, yeah. have a lot of uh growing up in Detroit. Um and and that in a way is a uh a tactical training. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, I saw RoboCop. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, um I I have a natural awareness about me. Um you got that um, situational awareness. Yeah, you know, because I I didn't have the opportunity to not have it. So, uh, like I'm always funny. You say it like Robocop. I'm always scanning the room. You know, no matter what I do, no matter where I go, no matter who I'm with. You know, I'm you go in. in you check where the corners. exits. Are. Yeah. Yep. I'm looking for the exits. I'm looking for who's closest to the exit. I'm looking for the second exit. You know, so I'm just very aware. Uh, got a good situational awareness. I think that came up upbringing. That, that would be my biggest
0: strength for sure yeah definitely i i see um just with so many new players there's a complete lack of sexual awareness on the field um the, the they they don't know where they are don't know where their teammates are they don't know where the enemies are they'll yeah, like yeah. get their guns and put their guns like like past the corners and stuff so you can see the barrels poking out like uh, yeah, you make no make awareness of shadows <laughs> yeah i love uh, it but you know it's part of the game
1: <laughs> definitely
0: all right so last part for the first uh round why do you play airsoft uh, you can go as as deep as you like with this or as shallow as you like it's up to you
1: i guess uh the real reason would be i'm just trying to heal my inner child um <laughs> okay it's pretty much same as me <laughs> you know i'm just trying to trying to keep my dinosaur trying to find that dinosaur again man you know i i, I forced myself to grow up uh a lot earlier than i should have i i robbed myself of my childhood so now you know in my adulthood i just now that i have the money and a little more time and a little more freedom i definitely definitely take some time to heal that inner child so that's that's really all it is
0: man it sounds very very similar to my case so like um in australia there's no guns like you, you you can have a gun, like if you're a member of a rifle club or if you are a farmer, but totally. very restrictive on what guns they are. They're, they're normally just like very simple bolt action rifles. Um, yeah, long story short, like uh, my, there was like a big mass shooting like when I was a kid and that's when they got rid of all the guns in Australia. And they also like changed all the laws about like toy guns and stuff. So or even like toy guns couldn't look like real guns. Airsoft was never a thing in Australia. And yeah, I remember like even once for me, like, uh, do you remember House of the Dead, the shooting game? Yes. Yes. I got House of the Dead 2 on Dreamcast, where (laughs) Dreamcast was a thing. And this was a perfect arcade port. And I spent the entirety of like my first paycheck on this. I was like 15 or something. I was like maybe 200 American dollars to get like the two guns and, um, the game and everything. I went home, I played it for like 10 minutes. Uh, my mom came home. Uh, she lost her shit that there were guns in the house, <laughs> and she she took the game and the guns right back to the store. Yeah, so parents, man, what are you know, gonna right? do? And then, like, I came to Japan, and then I walked into a toy store on my first day. It was actually an electronics store, and they just had a whole floor of toy guns. I'm like, "What's this?" It's like, "Oh, this is airsoft." I'm like, "Oh, nice." <laughs> so yeah, I got to. I'm reliving my childhood too.
1: Yeah. Always fun, man. Always fun. All
0: right. All right. Let's uh, move on to round two now, where I want to hear a little bit about more, a little bit more about your preferences uh, with airsoft. Uh, Feel free to justify these in any way you like. Okay. So first, uh, what's your favorite attachment for your weapon?
1: Oh, man. I'm not going to lie to you. It will have to be the tracer. (laughs) It's nothing like... I hear that. It's nothing like following your BBs and confirming what you already know. Yeah, we well, <laughs> hear just, just see it like drop off. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Tracers you, would definitely be my top attachment. You running green
0: tracers, red tracers? Green tracers, yes, sir. Dude, red, red, red is dope. When you're running red, it's it's nice because no one else is using them. Yeah. Uh what type of tracer you got? Just like the regular Ace Tech or using uh, blasters, Bifrost.
1: I do have a I got the Ace Tech Brighter C, and then I got an Ace Tech Lighter C. Uh, nice. They're very good for pistols. The Brighter C I use on my rifle, and then the Lighter C, or the Lighter R, I use on my pistol. It's so, uh, the longer one. That's yep. the one I use for my pistol. That
0: Lighter R can actually use red as well.
1: Yeah. Yes, it can.
0: But they are expensive. <laughs> but yeah, they are. And no, not as bright. They seem to be like a little bit less bright than the green ones. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. How about Airsoft brand? Which uh, Airsoft brand
1: is your favorite? Uh, I would have to say um, I'm gonna go ahead and run with G and G. Okay. Accuracy matters. That's who you choose. (laughs) And you got your ARP nine. That's G and G. Yeah. Um, and I also was looking at that 1911 AD, that little blue one, the Mm -hmm. the handgun. They got some, uh, I talked to my brother into grabbing a, uh, a hawk. Um. Wildhawk's nice. That's the little M4. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm looking to grab another, uh, another G&G here soon. They have a, uh, I can't remember the name of it, man. It's, it's basically an AK-47, but it's no stock. Very short barrel. Um very CQB style gun that I want to get that that would probably be my next rifle.
0: Uh it could be a Draco or it could be the AK uh 47 uh Spetnaz version.
1: Yeah, it's like a P- PKQ or something. Mm. It's got a real funky name. There's so
0: many like different uh, AKs. Like yeah. a, a, gra- a great one is just like the Bison. Bison's a beautiful. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. My, my buy and comes with a bloody 800-round magazine, but you can't buy any other magazines for it. So okay. it's it's such a hard-to-find magazine. So it's pointless to use in CQB because it's a high, super high-capacity magazine, so the feed isn't perfect on I, semi. Yeah. But, yeah, outdoors it's fun, but there's no, there's no point buying a gun if you can't get the mags for
1: it. I got you. <laughs>
0: All right, how about game type? Uh, capture the flag... Um,
1: team Team Deathmatch. Team Deathmatch, all right. Keeping it team classic. Team Yeah, I just you know waffle with the objectives. <laughs> Let us go out here and shoot each other. You know uh, that's what I'm here for.
0: To be honest, I, I I sometimes get annoyed when people do the objectives. So like we start a game and then like 30 seconds into the game, someone captured the flag. I'm like, I just I just got here. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm I not I'm not, I'm not out. running out
1: there. Yeah, dude, like calm down.
0: For, for me and my friends like when we play like ev- every game regardless of the the rules is team deathmatch it's like we're playing caps of flag like no nope, we're just going to kill you all like <laughs> we don't care about your flag Yeah. <laughs> all right how about after airsoft how do you celebrate what's uh, your drink of choice tequila tequila nice tequila. why tequila
1: it tastes like water <laughs> <laughs> That's the that's the that's my preferred liquor. You doing the, the blanco, the reposado? Uh añejo.
0: An oh, nice. We yeah. don't have that one so much here. Like I only have one only know one company that has añejo. Wow. It's it's Japan, man. We it's not a big really? market for
1: tequila. I I guess yeah. I can see that. Okay. It's also
0: like one of the most
1: expensive spirits. Like
0: if you go to the bottle shop It's probably like 20 American dollars for gin or whiskey or a vodka. And it's about like 30 or 40 when you get tequila, it's definitely more expensive than everything else.
1: Yeah. It's like that here though. Tequila is a little bit more expensive than everything else.
0: Hmm. Well,
1: something to the same then.
0: All right. Let's jump in now to round three. I want to hear uh, more about airsoft in your local area. I've, When I've been interviewing people, I've been finding that just airsoft is so different in every country. The way we play in in Japan is so different to Germany. Germany is so different to America. So, in this part here, I just really want to find out, like, what's airsoft like where you live. So first, where do you live?
1: Uh, Sacramento, California.
0: Okay, so uh, California, America. But I guess everyone would would know that. (laughs) There's only one. All right. So first, like. Tell me about some money. Like, how much do you spend on airsoft? To play, um, to play on gear, on guns. Like, how much does it cost? Like, you can use American dollars because, you know, that's a good standard for everyone.
1: Okay. So, to play, you're averaging about anywhere from 20 to 35 bucks to get on the field. Uh, A bag of BBs, 4,000 rounds, probably like 25 bucks. Um, Really? Yeah. A can of air is about 15 to HPA. Uh, no, uh, green gas. Okay, cool. Yeah, HPA fields are usually like two bucks, they charge you a a dollar a cubic meter to fill up your tank. Um, five some places two. do like all day fields, so you know, five bucks, you just keep coming back. Um, so on average, you know, about 60 bucks to get you playing for the day, get you, you know, air, BBs, green gas. Uh, Gear wise, me myself, I am in the rabbit hole. Um, okay, how so? <laughs> it uh, so I'm about just with my ARP 9 cost of the gun and the upgrades I made, I'm about $700 into that. Um, wow, that's that's crazy. Like, it's not crazy, it's just that's
0: With the exchange rate to here, like that is a lot.
1: Yeah. Okay. I I figured we, I figured, uh, it's like, well, you know, it's America, man. everything is a business. They trying to profit. So it's a crazy markup on everything. So like
0: the, the ARP9 new here is about $300. And with the exchange rate now, you could probably get it for about $230. How much is it in America?
1: I paid two eighty five for
0: it. Okay, so it's about the the same
1: retail on the gun. So you yeah. dropped
0: like five hundred on parts.
1: Yeah. Um. I threw a gate Titan in it. I changed the motor. Uh, okay, you got three hundred for the the gate, two hundred for the gate, one hundred for the install. Uh, I got the motor, so maybe a little more than seven hundred then. Uh, maybe oh, yeah. maybe a thousand into the into the ARP nine because. I changed the motor, gears, the piston head, the bucking, the inner barrel, the gate tighten. I put a speed trigger on it. Um that's so almost a full custom now. Yeah, it is. It is. Nice, um, man. My my kappa, I'm about eight to nine hundred dollars into it, and it is now not working. So I'm about to dump another four to five hundred into it.
0: That, that's how. that's <laughs> every one of my pistols. As yeah. soon as you start playing with them, they work great. Take them to a game, they don't work.
1: Um, and then my shotgun and the HPA tank and all of that, I'm probably around four hundred for that as well. Uh, so you know, a gear, like maybe about four or five hundred in the gear. Uh and then GoPros and cases for the GoPros, probably <laughs> like another another oh, five hundred bucks. Yeah. So it's just uh, what are you running. Uh, just the ten. I was lucky enough that my girlfriend had a Hero session, the mm-hmm. first one, just a little small one. Yeah, that's what she I got had before, that sitting yeah. around. Um, and I used that for a while, and then uh, I was fortunate enough to have my girlfriend help me out, get me a new GoPro, so I'm now rocking the Hero 10.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, the the Hero 10 is fantastic. It's just got really difficult to use low light settings because it doesn't have like a low light setting. You have to go in and like manually change all
1: the settings. Yeah, I've noticed that. I've been trying to play with it a little bit as far as what I can do for video recording and it's just not a lot of options.
0: Um, I'll send you some stuff later. I was working with a friend last week on how to set up a GoPro 10 with the best low light settings. So I I can send that over to you because I have some idea
1: (laughs) okay yeah that'd be wonderful because i need that but
0: yeah gopros they they hate low light all right uh interesting it's like basically uh, america and uh, japan is kind of the same price for bb's um sorry the same price for airsoft the interesting thing is like the bb's like uh, i paid thirty dollars like american for a like uh, four thousand rounds of bb's at a field last week just because, you know, it was at the field. But yeah. on Amazon, I can get them for like probably eight American dollars.
1: What are, are they tracers? Are they biodegradable?
0: Uh, I can get 0.2253s bio or non-bio for about 10 American dollars a bag. Uh, if they're bio, I can get like half a kilo. So like, like I don't know. like What's that? Two pounds? No, it's one pound. Again, get like yeah. a pound of them, and that's about ten to fifteen dollars.
1: Oh yeah, y'all get BBs way better than us, man. Uh, they they charge an arm and a leg for them. That's crazy. Um,
0: yeah. The ex- the good ones like G and G and Marui, yeah, they're twenty five thirty dollars a bag. But if you get like baton or something like that, like yeah, you can get them for ten bucks.
1: Yeah, no, nah, well, I don't. I don't think we have a cheap uh like no store. at least no store that i've gone to has had like a you know a cheaper brand of bbs um i think the cheapest bag i've ever seen would be like 15.99 and that's just for uh non-bio white bbs like two or something yeah so once you once you make them bio they get a little. They are like eighteen ninety nine, and then once you make them tracers, they're like twenty five ninety nine. But at the fields, man, and you go buy a thing. BBs it's double, is, right? Yeah, it's like thirty bucks just for two, and it's not even four thousand shots. You know, it's two thousand twenty five hundred. So you got to come back halfway through the day and buy another thing. BBs, it just sucks.
0: Yeah, I, I destroyed my budget just buying BBs last week, and I was like, I shouldn't be paying this much for BBs. <laughs> Uh, do you buy them on Amazon? Because I find Amazon is the definitely the cheapest place to buy BBs.
1: I haven't yet, but now that you said that, I definitely will look into checking out Amazon for BBs. Cool.
0: All right, next one. Um, what's your selection of local fields like? Um, I ask this because uh, when I talk to people overseas, like the person I was talking to in Germany, she's like, I need to travel two hours uh, to go to the field, and that's like the closest field. For me, I've got about fifty fields near me. um I've got about fifteen fields in Tokyo, about fifteen fields in the prefecture above me below me and to the left, and I can access all of them in about one hour by train um, so we we have like if I want to play indoor, or play outdoor, or I want to play night games, I can basically do anything I want except milsim, like we really don't have milsim over here, but yeah. we do not have a shortage of fields, but the fields are kind of just two types we have we can go down to the forest which is like near near the airport and we can just like play in the forest and there's lots of forest fields and then we've got lots of indoor fields and they're probably smaller than your apartment like they are very it's just like a shop and the shop is now an airsoft field like it is it's tight
1: okay um selection of local fields so we started, uh, my brother and I, and a coworker. We started at uh, True Aim, which is a pretty—it's a decent-sized outdoor field. It's not the biggest. It's not the smallest. Um, it's—it's a it's, uh, that's about twenty minutes from me. Oh, that's we nice. Have, we have an indoor field that is uh, an hour away. It's pretty big. It's called CQB City. So what I would consider my home field. Uh, okay, a cool. Lot my, a lot of my footage comes from there. Um, we've got Game Pod, which is an indoor field that is like an hour and a half away from us. Um, another place is open at Elk Grove. It's indoor. They're working on an outdoor field. It's a uh, that's about thirty minutes away from us. And then there is U.S. Airsoft, which is two hours away from where I live and it's got an indoor and outdoor field at the oh, same that's location. Cool. Um pretty decent size. <clears throat> uh so the furthest the furthest place would be 2 hours. Closest okay. would be about 20 minutes.
0: Um So you got about like 10 fields that you can access quite easily then.
1: 5 or 6.
0: 5 or 6, okay.
1: Yeah. And it, it is uh it's a lot more in the surrounding areas just a little bit of a drive. Uh, you in three, four hours, <laughs> six hours plus? To get to them, so I stay pretty local.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's no fun like traveling more than an hour for an airsoft game. So uh, as yeah, long yeah. as it's an hour or so, like I, I'm fine. But yeah, I don't want to spend all day on the train because going there in the morning is okay, but coming back is just the worst. I can imagine. Yeah, I had um, one time like um, this was just after I arrived in Japan. So like our the main airport for Tokyo is in Chiba, and this is like the, the forest area an hour and a half away from Tokyo. It's not even in Tokyo, and they call it Tokyo Airport. It's one of those places. And like the, all the airsoft fields like one stop away from the airport. So you're basically bringing all your guns on the train to the airport. Then you get off one stop before the airport. <laughs> it's, really, it's really unsettling. Yeah, I can imagine so, dude. And uh, I was so tired after the game. I fell asleep on the train the train went all the way to the, the terminal station, then all the way back. And then like three hours later, I woke up in the same spot. Oh, man. And uh, <laughs> yeah, still still with a bag of guns. So I'm really happy that no one like went through my, my luggage. Yeah. All right. So what's a typical airsoft game like uh, where you live? And the reason I ask this question is because in Japan, the way we play games is really different well, not really different i guess it's just i guess how we do but basically we uh indoor fields have no running uh indoor fields have uh no full auto um you'll basically have to shoot in the three round burst and after you shoot three rounds you need a break uh they're very strict on over um they're very strict on overkilling people so uh, this new style has been developed called UAB, Ultimate Airsoft Battles. Have you seen this style? I haven't. So this is when like people like hold the gut up like John Wick and they twitch around corners.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just like you literally right in front of your opponent and you have a very small place to go.
0: Oh, no, it could, it, it could be super close or it could be 10 or 20 meters. But if I see you, I'm not going to like camp the corner. I'm going to just look out and then like do like this jiggle oh yeah, and then yeah, speed. jiggle jiggle speed and shoot.
1: Yeah, we we call that speed QB here.
0: Yeah, uh we have speed QB as well. Um speed QB is good because you can shoot a lot and you can run around and you can jump. But yeah. this is it's almost like defensive or like static speed QB. And and it's not fun to play oh. against. Oh, okay. cuz people don't advance. Saying, yeah. People will just camp and jiggle. Yeah. I got you. And that's predominantly what we play against in Japan for all indoor fields. You're just versing UAB. Wow, outdoors is fine. Outdoors is is normal, but like, okay. What's
1: it like where you are? Uh, uh, it's uh so you got your speed people who come on the male sim side like to destroy us. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we run through a. Uh, a variety of game modes at most fields we go to: capture the flag, domination, team deathmatch, infected. Um, infected, infected is fun. That's my favorite. I love infected. Yeah. Um, I have yet to do any like milsim events. Um, you know, we we got the typical restrictions. Like you, uh, even our outdoor fields, unless it's a specific gun, is usually no full auto, unless otherwise specified. Really? Um, yeah. Even outdoor? Even outdoor. So like if you got an LMG, they will let you use uh even indoor or outdoor, you got an LMG you can use full auto, but it has to be from stationary cover and you have to so you can't run and gun with yeah. the LMG on yeah. full auto. You can't clear buildings. Um
0: it's just so
1: many feet away. Yeah. So oh, allow full yeah. auto, but it's just not like they don't allow full auto. <laughs>
0: Outdoors, uh, we're full auto everything. That's crazy. Uh, indoors, um, only full auto uh, for like very specific game types. But yeah. we we run one jewel, which is three thirty fps. Okay,
1: so that's yeah. that's much lower than you guys. Yeah, I was say our max at most fields is a uh, four hundred fps. Oh, it's much of a muchness then. Um, and then. We do allow higher, but those are sniper rifles, things yeah. like that, and they got to have a, you know, minimum engagement distance. Uh, I'm
0: completely fine with that. We have none of that here.
1: Yeah, we don't have a lot of we don't have a lot of restrictions as far as engagement distance. Uh, for the most part, in fields if your gun is a certain FPS, you are allowed to be, you know, zero feet. Uh, uh and, and, you know, it's just a. Uh, Team Deathmatch, we just run through the game modes. We're there for about four or five hours. Um, they give us breaks. Uh, and that's that's really it. It's just, a, I'm, I'm going to assume it's like yours. You know, we don't have really too many restrictions. Um, we we have all the restrictions. Yeah.
0: But no, that, that's cool. It, it's, it seems we're, we're similar in, in a lot of ways. But yeah, I was really surprised about that full auto thing. I thought American Fields would allow much more full auto
1: now it's maybe maybe not in California. So let me tell you something. California is a Sue happy place. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at somebody wrong, they want to file a lawsuit. So I believe it's a liability type deal. I can see but that. Just to avoid it, you know, why let's just not even allow it. Um, yeah, I, I not, can see that. Yeah, and I I definitely understand that from a business perspective. So a lot of a lot of California from what I'm noticing is is liability.
0: I can see that. All right, cool. Moving on. Uh, I think we've already kind of touched this, touched on this. I'm not sure we really need to cover this. So, the common restrictions you've already said you've got the minimum engagement, uh, you've got how uh, LMGs have used, you've got full auto is basically non existent. Um, you said you've got 400 FPS as your um, main limit, That's and safe. then you've got a higher limit on DMRs and snipers. Yep. Anything else?
1: Uh, the airsoft stores tell us to keep the orange tip on, but we Oh, don't. I hate that, yeah. <laughs> I think that's our only other restriction, just don't play with it in public and keep the orange tip on.
0: Right, I hate that orange tip. Like, I'm so happy we don't need to do that because it just ruins all the photos. Like, as soon as you have a photo with that orange tip, ah, uh, it. It looks horrible. It does. It does. All right, cool. Let's uh, go on to round four now. I want to find out a little bit more about how you play and what your preferences are. Um, okay. There's no right or wrong answer here. I just want to find out how you play airsoft. So how do you feel about attacking versus camping? Where do you stand?
1: Um, I would say I'm in the middle, but I'm I'm a little bit more on the attacking side. I don't mind camping. If that's your style of play, if that's what you do, good for you. Um. I'm not, I did not pay to stand in the back or hide in the corner. I am. And also no one on YouTube wants to watch.
0: Like if you upload a video of you camping, no one
1: cares. Yeah. It's not exciting footage. It's a, I definitely prefer attacking, man. I'm I'm a a running gun, get it done kind of guy.
0: Me too. Like the way, the way I do it, I do like two or three rounds attacking and then I'm tired. So I camp one round so I can get my energy back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I say you know. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i do too man you know just hang out and find a good corner catch a couple people catch your breath run again yeah, basically yeah
0: cool respawn modes versus non-respawn modes
1: i'm uh i'm partial to either you know it doesn't really matter to me because at the end of the day uh you don't die you get the you never have to respawn so you know it's a, it's a toy gun. If they tell me I get shot and I got to sit down, I'll sit down. If they tell me I get shot, I can go respawn and come back. Then I'll respawn and come back. You know, it really, it doesn't bother me at all either way.
0: Man, I, I, I love non-respawn modes. And yeah. it, it's simply because of the dynamics. Um, when you play respawn, uh, basically, if you have 10 people or 20 people on each team, they're going to hit the middle of the map and you're going to have bottlenecks at like two or three points. Yeah. And then people are just going to be fighting those bottlenecks nonstop because as soon as one dies, they respawn and they come back and the line never moves. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all about angles and it just turns into UAB. But yeah. when you do non-respawn and you can take out like a side, you take out two or three defenders and then you can bring a squad through and flank from behind, it's the best feeling ever. And yeah. you just don't get that when you play respawn.
1: Yeah um what what i noticed about non-respawn modes though here and then i will be done with it a lot of people don't push once they oh yeah yeah that's us that's that's us no one pushes yeah once they tell you that it's non-respawn or you got to wait for a medic people kind of hang out in the corners they start camping and that's when camping bothers me when it's a non-respawn game and everybody's just like well i'm gonna wait for the other guy to come up (laughs) like that just sucks dude yeah very squid Game. Yeah.
0: No, I, I've noticed that myself and like, you know, my team will always try to lead by example, we'll always try to push and be like confident, assertive players. Uh and I love pushing in uh non-respawn modes because no one is is doing it. So if, yeah. if you do it, everyone's like, the hell are they doing? And you know, 70% of the time you just get taken out by some angle you didn't notice. But when you don't, when you take out that defender, when you get the drop on someone, you can clear a whole team. That's how you get the team wipe. Yeah, It's, it's so hard to get a team wipe in a respawn mode.
1: Uh, what about solo versus team play? I'm going to be honest with you, man. Uh, we t- we kind of touched on it earlier. Hmm. A lot of people don't have that situational uh, awareness. So... There is not a lot of team play out here. Mm. Um, it's a lot of everybody for themselves. Uh, That's kind of what I've seen on YouTube.
0: Like with a lot of like the speed, not the speed QB, just the the CQB matches indoors seems to just be. There's no squads running. There's no duos. It, it's just lone
1: wolf everywhere. Yeah. So I'll, since I've started playing, my brother and I, we uh, we go together. We haven't missed. This is actually the first Sunday I'm taking off. Well, not the first, but first in a while and i'm taking off from playing airsoft today um we usually you know you him and i usually go out there and attack that's that's my team right there you know yeah. and then if we can, if we can rally some other players or they got good we notice they got good communication skills we are definitely you know ask them to tag along hit yeah. a hallway with yeah. us but once we get past the point we pushing through we kind of you know we done with them and they go on and <laughs> we go on yeah. and do our thing do you do you run comms when you're doing this, or just using hand signals? Hand signals and just you know talking to each other. We uh we working on comms though. Just hard finding a radio that'll work with a headset that won't get too much feedback in the building. What uh, what radios. headset? Uh, we have nothing now. Oh, sorry, sorry. I
0: mean, what um uh, mask are you using? Is that is that the problem?
1: Uh, well now I'm using a dye mask.
0: Okay. Uh, uh, there's a very easy solution. Get a mo- Don't worry about airsoft comms. Uh, if you're using dive, just forget about airsoft comms and go to motorcycle comms. Okay. And you can get cheap motorcycle comms that are just like you. They go up in levels, but if you just want to drop fifty bucks or or less, you can just do like one to one or like one to four comms, and okay. it's just local Bluetooth, and it's it's fine. <laughs> It okay. it has like a 50 meter range. So it's fine for airsoft. If you go up to like the $300 ones, like the battle net ones or whatever, you know, they're fantastic. They have like 32 player local. You don't need that though, because you know, everyone else has to have it. So yeah. if it's just you and your friend, just invest in some cheap, uh, motorcycle comms, or if you want to do it real cheap, you can just get a, um, this really thin, um, uh, sorry, what's the word? Uh, motorcycle helmet speaker and microphone uh that's just uh us uh this bluetooth and it goes inside the the die mask yeah and then it just connects to your phone by usb so it's basically uh, just like a, a fancy headset yeah. but it can fit really snug inside the die mask okay. uh, and then you can just use that and it's like 20 bucks
1: all right i definitely look into that
0: So that's what we're looking at doing now because, like, we when we when we run full kit, like we've got our our mic, our comms and stuff. But when we do indoors, like we've all got dye masks, so we can't use any of our comms. Yeah, and no one's going to hold up a walkie-talkie.
1: So yeah, that sucks.
0: And the breakout box, like we're using breakout boxes at the moment, but they give away your position all the time. (laughs) As soon as someone hits the box, everyone knows where you are.
1: Okay, indoor versus outdoor games. Indoor. Okay, why? Uh, tracers, man. I get to follow my shots. I know, I, for a fact, I know for a fact when I'm shooting you, I'm hitting you. I don't have to worry about the wind carrying the BBs. Oh, uh, I hate that. Yeah, I played an, an outdoor game, my first outdoor game of the year.
0: And, oh, the wind was just ruining every shot over 10 meters. Yeah,
1: so, you I know, I just... Anything. I prefer that indoor. And uh, it's a little... I feel like people are a little more honest when they're inside. Okay. Why is that? Uh, Because at least at CQB, which, I, like I said, was my home field, they have uh the refs up top.
0: Oh, um, yeah, yeah. So, so they call people out better.
1: Yeah, they're in the kill house, you know, watching over the whole field. And then we got floor refs walking around with us. Um, It's easier to differentiate what's a ricochet BB, what's a direct shot. Um, like I said if you, you got tracers it's easier to just follow yeah. your shot uh no win it's just i yeah, I
0: I'll, I'll agree with that 100%. I would say players uh, call hits better indoors and when they don't refs are really good to say hey you know you were hit like I I've, I've yeah. seen that a lot and yeah I like that. All right cool. Do you run high caps or low caps?
1: Mid cap. You about efficiency or Okay, so 60 rounds? No, um. So my ARP nine, I got the PTS mag, so that is a hundred and seventy, a hundred and fifty. Okay, yeah. Um, high caps. I don't like having to wind that thing up,
0: and it gives uh, away your position and stuff.
1: If yeah, he's making all that noise. <laughs> and then low cap, you know, I like to, I like to spray. I like to spam the trigger. Um, mm-hmm. most fields will not say anything about it. Um, so you know, I like being able to. Have enough, enough to enough to let off, but uh, a little enough where it's a challenge. Where you know I'm not just sitting one mag for the whole game, spraying everybody. Like you know, I like having to switch mags, go through the motions, and all of that. So cap is definitely where I'm at.
0: I hear you, and I was in exactly the same place about a month ago. But I've been playing with this really good um, airsoft player in Japan called Mayday and he runs low caps and he reloads every game multiple times and seeing how much fun he has reload it just has gotten me into it because you know I I can run high caps or mid caps and have enough bullets so I don't have to reload for the entire game and just get that efficiency where I've always got bullets in the mag but when you do tactical reloads and stuff oh it's just so much fun and the adrenaline you get and the stress you get, you don't have the gun. And because you're doing it for YouTube as well, you have to do it clean. Like if you're stumbling around on something, people will light you up in the comments. But if you can drop the mag, tactical reload, bring another mag up and it's clean and then get a kill, it's like the highlight of the video and it looks dope. But if you don't reload in the video, it seems like there's something missing, especially on longer form videos. Definitely. All right. Um electric spring gas HPA. Is there a, a best power source? Uh
1: I, I'm 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 partial to all of them, man. I mean, with the exception of spring, you know, gas, HPA, and electric is uh that's pretty much what I'm my loadout. Uh <laughs> you know, I got the gas max um that came with my TM that I still run. Uh, I got the HPA adapter for my five, my four three, and then I got the AEG, which is the ARP nine. I also got the M eight seventy Golden Eagle, which is HPA. Um, so I'm I'm kind of you know I'm I'm a fan of whatever works at the moment. Yeah, uh, they I, all I've... cycle the same pretty much to me. So
0: yeah, I um I've tried everything except HPA because we can't do HPA in Japan; it's illegal. So yeah. My. Ah, oh, there's so many silly laws. We can do CO2, and we okay. have this whole thing at the moment where people get CO2 tanks and they hook them up to their airsoft guns with external sources and go, "Look, it's HPA." I'm like, "It's not. It's it's CO2." And I go, "CO2 is HPA," and you have to explain to them it's it's not. Yeah. And that that's a whole science class. <laughs> okay. But that's that's something that we're dealing with at the moment. That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> but. Ah, uh, seeing some HPA guns on YouTube—they look fantastic. So I would very much love to try them. Yeah. Cool. Let's uh, go to round five now. I want to hear more about like uh, your perfect airsoft experience. So, what would be your absolute dream airsoft gun if
1: money is no problem? Oh, uh, a honey badger replica. Oh. Okay. I have yet. I have yet to find a honey badger. Um,
0: there's, I think Double Eagle makes some. Uh, I think uh, Amoeba makes one as well. Like, we, we've got them in Japan for $300. Wow.
1: Yeah, I've yet to find it. Well, a lot of people tell me to stay away from Amoeba, which is why I've yet to pull the trigger on that one. I have found that one, but the Double Eagle, I haven't heard of. But, so uh, with the
0: way you customize guns, like, it, you, you did a full custom on your ARP9. Like, buy, buy whatever you want. You're going to gut it anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Oh,
0: buy the frame you like and then just throw in the internals. Like stock internals are no fun for anyone.
1: So yeah, it would definitely be a honey badger.
0: All right. I'll see if I can send you a link after this if I can find you a honey badger in the US. But yeah, they um there's quite a lot over here. Uh what would be your ideal airsoft event? So would it be like CQB all day? Would it be like uh airsoft alphonse where he plays um from a helicopter or he plays in an abandoned mall would it be like one of the Novrich games what would be your your dream event
1: uh man um just anything out of a movie (laughs) like uh it's you know it's a military simulation so i would like to do something like that um you know where you go to a, a compound or something you know, you're responsible for for getting yourself to the compound. You got to wipe security teams as you come up. You infiltrate the outside of the compound, you know, clear the security team, uh, get in the building, secure an objective, a hostage or whatever, something like that. Uh, Just, I really want it to be fully immersive where, you know, we're not just loading you out in front of the house. You got to figure out how to get in the house and then find a target. Like, no, I want to I want to walk through the forest. I want to maybe repel up the building with a little harness or something and get some roof access. You know, small team against a large force. Definitely. Well, uh, you
0: you know yeah. um, Jet Desert Fox, right? No. Oh, man, he's going to change your life. That's what he does. He's, he's in America. He's one of the biggest uh, YouTubers and airsoft players in America. Uh, okay. His name is Jet Desert Fox um look him up he's everywhere um when vice did the interview with americans about what is airsoft they, they got jet to do it so it's it's all jet representing airsoft on vice okay. and the guy is i've never met him but he looks like a really cool guy and the events that he puts on are amazing because he uses something called the cadre system and he He's ex-military, and then he gets his friends that are also ex-military to come and uh, lead the milsim. And then each team leader has like ten people under them, and each team leader is actual military. So okay. the the person that's giving you commands and stuff knows what they're doing. They've got like Humvees and equipment and stuff. They're doing trans they driving you to objectives and stuff. It's uh, just the videos online look incredible.
1: I'm gonna definitely check it out. So check
0: that out if if you can travel there. You know, I, I'm planning to go there as soon as Corona travel, uh, as soon as Corona stops making travel so expensive, yeah. but because we have nothing like that here. Um, okay, uh, ideal soft team. Is there anyone you really want to play with?
1: Uh nah. I mean, yeah, I met some. I met some cool dudes online. Um, Guerrilla Gun Club. I follow them. Um, oh yeah like uh what's uh um, Swervo,
0: Swervo? Swervo, yeah yep. Swervo is uh coming on the podcast like next week
1: okay okay i know yeah, i want to i want to play with those guys and then uh he seems actually cool. some somebody from my hometown uh, his name on there is r1 underscore phoenix uh, i don't know him and then sicario gc i believe it is is a uh, another guy i've seen on instagram I want to say that's the name of his page. Yeah, Sicario GQ underscore Aerosoft. If I can get out uh, of the Gorilla Boys, R1 Phoenix, and Sicario all together, I, I think I'd be happy.
0: All right. Well, uh, when Swervo comes on the show, I'll talk to Swervo and see if he's uh, interested. Um, I just want to make sure it's... it's it's. I'm talking about the right person because I, I was talking to GGC this week but I'm not I just want to confirm it's the right member so I'm not sounding like a fool your phone never works when you want it to does it never
1: <laughs> never
0: Uh, I cannot see GGC Yeah, DGG Swervo. Yep, he's okay. he's coming on the show. Okay, cool, cool. All right. So for next part here, I want to try something a little fun. So uh, I'd like to do a role play where I'm going to go shopping. Uh, I'm going to buy a new S gun. You can be the uh, the staff member in the S off store. And I would like you to sell me uh, your your favorite gun. So this can be uh, your ARP-9. Uh, this can be your 4.3 that you're talking about. What is your, your favorite gun at the moment?
1: Uh, it would definitely be my, my 4.3, man.
0: All right. So I'm going to come to the store. I'm, I want to buy a 4.3. And I want you to persuade me to buy this by just telling me how great this gun is. Are you ready? I'm ready. Right, excuse me. I'm uh, I'm looking for uh, a new airsoft gun. Um, I've just got into airsoft. I've only got an M4 at the moment, and I'm looking to get a sidearm. C- can you recommend anything?
1: Definitely. Um, I would consider a Tokyo Marui High Kappa. Okay. It is a very very customizable platform. Tons of aftermarket uh, pieces for them, as far as internal and external. It's a lot of cosmetically that you can do to it um, as well as performance. You can put a short stroke on it. You change the blowback nozzle, change the hop up, uh, put a Lalax wheel on it and get a better degree of hop, change the buck end, inner barrel, go tighter bore so you get more velocity. Um, And there's tons of attachments, tons of attachments, tons of aftermarket support for those attachments. Um, and it's a great platform to build on. It's not the cheapest platform to build on. Uh, and it definitely, I, I won't even lie, it definitely has its ups and downs, but it's more ups than downs, definitely. And it's nice. a, a, a definitely a sought after brand um, as far as platforms go. A lot of people do go for the TM high capital compared to a, a Wii or uh, any other kind of, Platform. A lot of Glock platforms don't have a lot of customizability. Um, you can take a, a high capper very far.
0: Nice. Sounds great. I'll take it, dude. You could be. You could be a great salesman. That was, that was a great <laughs> pitch. Um, thank, I you, have, thank you. I think two or three TM high cappers, and yeah, they are. They're, as Mayday says, they are meta at the moment, yeah. and it seems. Yeah, anyone that's uh, customizing a gun is customizing a high capper because the only other thing that has parts is a a TM Glock 17 is the only other thing that has aftermarket (laughs) parts. So nice. Great recommendation, man. Thank you. All right. Now, uh, for this part here, I've selected some pictures from your Instagram, and I'd like you to explain the pictures to me and uh, give me the backstory.
1: All right. So what's happening here? Uh, this is a a picture from when I went to play an All Patriot Airsoft. Um, you know, I've only been playing the sport for a year. Uh, so I'm, I'm still new to it. I'm still working on my kit. I'm still building. Um, and you know, I, I'm, I'm out there looking at other guys going, oh, this is cool. This is cool. The, you're You're cool. I like your gun. I like your gear. And this kid uh, looked at me and thought the same thing. And he walked up to me, told me he liked my gear. He liked my guns and asked if he could run with me. Um, That's cool, man. Nice. Yeah, so the, the whole back end of the day, he and I were teammates. We ran around shooting at people and I never caught his like, name.
0: <laughs> it looks like he's running an ARP
1: uh, 556. Five, no, it's an ARP 9. Okay. Yeah, he's got the ARP 9 just like me, man. And that's, that's also what made me happy. You know, he had the same gun. So, you know, I just, I ran around with him. He was a cool little kid. Like I said, I never called his name, uh, but it was just, just very fulfilling, you know. That's cool, like man. I it's said, always
0: great getting recognition.
1: Yeah, especially when I'm out there and I don't, I don't even think I'm the coolest shit, you know. I don't, I'm I'm out there looking at other people going, oh, your kid is better than mine. That's, that's what I strive <laughs> to be like. And then for that kid to walk up to me and go, Oh, your kid is better than mine. I, I like this. You are what I strive to be like. Can I play with you? You know, that, that made me feel great. That made me Dude, feel I, great.
0: I, I love that. That's that's so good. I've had a similar experience recently. Um we me and my friend, like we're we're foreigners, as I guess you've you've gathered. And <laughs> yeah. um, you know, we're we're big, like we're six three and we have we wear full kit to every game. And a lot of the indoor battles in Japan, they don't wear full kit. They just wear do you jeans know, like and a go?
1: hoodie. I noticed that.
0: Not even that. N- now they wear sportswear, like um, uh, what do you say, active wear, like Under
1: Armour. Yeah, like compression shirts and stuff.
0: Yeah, compression shirts. Yeah, compression okay. shirts and compression pants because <laughs> it gives them a smaller profile. Yeah. So all the like the the pro players uh, and all the new players as well dress the same and just wear compression stuff, and then like me and my Team rock up in full kit and the regular members don't really care. But then when like rentals come in, they just lose their shit. It's fantastic. I love and it. And people are asking you to take photos with us and stuff. It's like it's it's great. You feel like a celebrity. Yeah. All right. How about this? I can see some traces.
1: Oh man. Oh man. Okay. Uh this picture is uh when I first, it's one of my first videos. Um, mm-hmm. not the first, but it, it was one of my first highlight kills. Uh a friend of mine was, you know, let's play on the opposite team, let's play on the opposite team, just trying to, I guess, fill me out or whatever. I don't know. And I was like, sure, why not? Uh, I caught him across the way. He wasn't calling his hits. Uh, somebody up. else, somebody else was shooting at him. So I told the kid, I'm like, "Hey, I was like, I'll make him call this hit. I was mm-hmm. like, if you just stand at this corner, lay some suppressive fire down, keep him in that room. I'll flank, and once you see me hit that corner, let it, you know, lay off the trigger. Yeah, I hit, I hit the corner of the building, shoot at the guy in front of me, turn the corner, shoot at him. I missed the guy in front of me, so I go back and shoot him. <laughs> and my friend said, "Hey, man." Uh, well, let me start over. When I shoot people involuntarily, it started. I yell, yes, sir. I don't know oh, okay. why. I, I don't know why I do it, where it came from. It just happened. I caught somebody the first time we played. And I just yelled across the field, yes, sir, as loud as I could. So that's my you know, that's my okay. thing. When I get yep. you, I yes, sir. So I ran in the room, I yelled that to him, and he turned and he said, Nah, bro, I got you too. And uh, I betrayed. Yeah, I was like, no, you didn't, man, no, you didn't. And he was like, all right, well, let's run the footage back. And I told him, don't worry, we will. And when I ran the footage back, this picture is what we got. So- It looks like you got him. Oh yeah. Was he using traces? He was, he indeed did not shoot. He didn't shoot at all. He just, you know, kind of flinched up. Ate the BB and then we had our exchange and that was it. But I did, I did walk back to respawn for him, I, uh, cause like you know they tell you if you're not sure, just go back to respawn. I was sure, but I just to avoid argument, you know, why not? It's not like I said, it's not like I'm dead. I get to play again. Walk to respawn yeah,
0: for respawn yeah. modes, I yeah, if I'm playing respawn modes, I, even if I think I got it, I'll just call it because yeah. it makes the other person just so so happy when they get a kill confirmation. Yeah, and. Yeah, that's like a big thing like my team's working on at the moment is um, when we we go to games now, we kind of like do this little little speech and stuff where we're saying it's like, uh, it's, it's easy to be good at airsoft if you're aggressive. Like you can, shooting people is easy. It's a really easy skill to improve. But getting shot is a much harder skill because as soon as you're shot, you have to stop running. You have to stop the adrenaline. You have to put the gun down there you have to fight against every part of your your character um yeah. to do this and it's so hard so when someone shoots you instead of just like playing for a little bit longer and then saying actually no I was hit and walking out as soon as someone shoots you putting your hand up straight away and then saying hit and saying it loud and then giving the other person props like putting your your hand like over the around the wall so they yeah. they see and giving that kill confirmation um I think it's so important because if we do that and people see like you know the big foreigners are being really good sports then everyone else is a good sport too and it kind of like humanizes the enemy and yeah. instead of thinking you as the enemy like ah oh, they're just you know they're playing they're playing a game it's it's not that serious yeah. but when everyone goes in there like all heated and stuff oh it's not great no fun at all All right last one
1: who are these three gentlemen Ah, uh, well you got me in the middle um on the left that is my brother and then on the right that is our coworker. this okay. is our first game uh this is the first game we played uh it was a night game <laughs> we all had just got off work but we all had our stuff and we decided to run out there and try our hand at it and uh i mean since this day we haven't stopped playing nice man I've, yeah. I got a
0: picture of my first game too. It, it looks similar to this. <laughs>
1: yeah. you know the kit wasn't all the way there yet. You know, I was still rocking a uh Orion Poseidon for the sidearm. I hadn't learned mm-hmm. about high Kappa yet. You got the you ballistic know? mask that's yeah. hard to see out of as the night oh, vision my- mask that no one uses. Oh my goodness, it's the worst helmet in the world, dude yeah, yeah, I know i've
0: i've my friend used to rock one as soon as you rock <laughs> die, like my God, it's a difference. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited to play my first game with that. Oh, it won't fog. Like, you'll get no fog. It's so nice. All right. Here we have some more uh, personal questions. What is your greatest uh, Airsoft-related accomplishment?
1: Uh landing two sponsorships a year in. Um, oh, wow. A, That's nice, Not man. even a full year. Dope. Uh, I am sponsored by One Stop Airsoft and hefe airsoft solutions nice Uh,
0: that's great man. web
1: stores uh and it's just that was that was very 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 uh fulfilling for me you know that somebody with a company you know a name a brand that they have to represent will see what i'm doing and see that i have the potential or at least you know enough skill to that you know represent them as well and they're willing to put their name on mine uh, that made me feel real good especially a year in when these guys have been doing it for you know two three years five years and they don't have a single sponsorship you know uh, Dude,
0: i've been doing it for 20 years i don't have any sponsorship like, that, that's amazing <laughs> good job man
1: I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, uh, man. So that's, send over that's the really
0: links. I'll, I'll throw the links in the uh, the podcast and, you know, hopefully we can send some customers over and it'll also help the, C the SEO with some backlinks. Yes, sir. All right. Tell me about an embarrassing airsoft related moment.
1: Uh, most recently, just this past Sunday. Uh It was a smaller crowd that showed up to CQB um, than normal. I want to say it was about maybe 30 of us in total, maybe a little more. Um, So the forces were pretty small. And I saw my opportunity to finally run up the center stairs of the sniper tower and get some people. But on my way up the stairs, I missed missed the stair and I (laughs) fail.
0: Oh, that's not good.
1: Did you, did you eat it and like,
0: and you go, went down all the stairs? Like,
1: no, nah, no, nah, it was a quick, you know, fall forward. I did discharge a shot um, and I was able to get the two targets, but it's just, it was funny because, you know, you you never post a video of you falling or the video of you getting shot embarrassingly or the video of you dropping your magazine trying to reload. But I definitely did put that clip in my last edit uh, just to share a little, you know, embarrassing. Moment, well, a little, a I find little if you humanizing. share
0: if you share that stuff, it's humanizing and people like it. Like I remember one of the first clips I shared was me grenading my teammate, and like, <laughs> and myself, I killed us both. But you're like, look, we're not all perfect. Like we'll post our cooler stuff, of course, but yeah. you know, there's there's a lot of you know dumb shit we do too. But you know, it's all it all it's all good to watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's l- look a little further in the future. Now, there's been lots of changes with. Airsoft. We've seen like HPA coming in. We've seen what's happening with Airsoft in Canada, where it might become illegal. Uh, we're seeing um, lots of different like changes like around the world. How how do you want Airsoft to change in, in the next 10 years? What's your ideal vision?
1: I just want it to be around still, man. I don't want it to be a... Uh, a lot of people are a lot less physically engaged in activities. Their activities are more so uh swiping or streaming or you know, watching a meme. Um so I definitely want it to be present. Uh and I want it to be accepted, dude. Like you like you just said in Canada, they're trying to make it illegal. That's it's a toy gun. Um in Australia it already is illegal, so it's yeah, precedence. That's, that's crazy to me that uh a a toy gun, uh, is more heavily regulated than a regular gun, you know? Yeah. That's, uh, so I just want it to be present. I want it to be a thing. I want, I want younger kids to be able to find a release. Uh, I want other adults who need to heal that inner child, uh, to be able to find it and, you know, go out there and enjoy themselves and do things they didn't get to do as kids um and then also that's me yeah (laughs) another change though i guess would be i would like to see less uh less policing of the good players like i don't don't punish me because i'm good yeah Uh, yeah yeah. i get that i get i get a lot of that uh at the main field i go to i get coached a lot um you coached
0: how how did that
1: work so, so a player complained and said i was cussing at him um Which I wasn't. Like I said, the only thing that I, that I ever say is "Yes, sir." Let's go. uh Get out of there, or I got you.
0: Okay, don't so you're a soundboard.
1: Yeah, you know, because they tell us it's it's kids here, you know. And I, I I do let a lot of cuss words fly very easily, so I'm very mindful of what I am saying. Um, so you know, hey, you a know, player said he was overshooting and he's was cussing at him. Let's not be aggressive. Uh. And then, you know, I noticed, you know, as I play through the rest of the day, the refs are watching me harder mm, yeah. than they're watching the rest of them, you know. Um, and then I make a mistake. I full auto the guy in the building because his teammate slapped my gun and flipped my hand on my selector. So I went full auto. I explained to the guy it was a mistake. He goes out, tells the ref. The ref tells me, we get one more complaint, you going home. Yeah, that's uh, how it works, yeah. And I'm just like, dude, like, I got, you know, I got a GoPro. I can show you that this is not true. And you're like, yeah, well, blah blah blah, and we just get into complaints. And I just, I, I shouldn't be punished because I'm better than you, or you have a problem with me. And if you are gonna try to hold me accountable, then let's let's be accountable. Let me defend myself, you know. Um, and don't punish me for being an aggressive or a good player or having this equipment that somebody else doesn't have. Um, oh, dude, you're you're preaching to the choir. <laughs> yeah. So I would. <laughs> That's just, what like we go through every week. I would like to see a little of the softness come out of it. Really, I guess uh, it's do a lot of niceties. Have,
0: what's it? Um, I, I can't think of the English English word. In, in Japanese, it's kashikiri um, re, um, rental. Like not like yeah. rental as a gun, but you can rent a whole field. And oh yeah, you, like a private booking. Yeah, a private booking. Yeah, like is, yeah. Is, is that a thing?
1: We do that. A lot of fields do that. Yeah.
0: Because I find that's like what we're having to do at the moment. Because like when we're playing public games, like um, the people that come to public games are, you know, it's a whole selection of people and a lot of new players. And if you go hard, you can make it difficult for the other people. So (laughs) it seems like you kind of like start off going like public games, and then when you get to like a certain skill, you're kind of doing the, the the private games. Yeah. All right, so last one. Uh, what are you working on at the moment? Do you have anything in the pipeline? Anything you're um, doing for airsoft? Is there any uh, projects that you're working on or that you you want to give a shout out to?
1: Oh uh, well, actually, um, like I said, my kappa cropped out on me, so I am in the process of converting a four three to a five one, just because it's a lot more five one parts that are accessible, you know. Yeah, there's a ton um, of those parts. And they they they've been worked. It's because it's so many of them. Fitment issues have already been fi- figured out. Uh, you know the aftermarket support is there for them. So I'm working on that. And then also uh, I am going to be doing a raffle, uh, a one of one build that I'm going to do a high capa build. Uh, I plan on dropping it around January, fe- February of next year, because uh, I do want a couple parts that are going to be a little hard to grab. So that that would be it, really. Just fixing my cap and working on that raffle gun.
0: Cool. Well, hit me up when you do the raffle, and I'll see if I can, you know, spread the word.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Definitely will.
0: All right, man. It has been really fun, just like chatting you to you about Eso for the last hour. You seem like a really knowledgeable player. You you really know what's going on. You got some great stories. Thank you so much for um, spending the last hour with me.
1: Thanks for having me out, man. I really enjoyed it. I was looking forward to it all weekend. And I'm glad we got it done. <laughs>
0: um, feel free to, uh, what are some uh, accounts that you would like people to follow? Like, of course, I'll put these in the description so people just, can, can just click the links. But for the people listening on audio, uh, how can people find
1: you? Uh, I am on TikTok at uh, m.o.d.420. And then Instagram at uh, Merchant of Death four twenty no spaces. Um, and then I would like to shout out my sponsors, of course, One Stop Airsoft, and that's their Instagram name is at One Stop Airsoft no spaces. And then Hefe Airsoft is J E F E underscore Airsoft. Um, and then also shout out to Guerrilla Gun Club, uh, Swervo Bizzle, all the guys over there. Um, And that's, that's it really, man. All
0: right, man. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I look forward to hopefully one day, you know, slinging some babies on the field with you.
1: Definitely, man. Definitely.
0: All right, man. Have a good one.
1: All right. You too.